0: Welcome back to the Rookie and the Vet podcast. I'm Darren Leeds. Joining me is Dante Furco. Uh, I'm gonna kind of lean on you because you've been to some more of these games and covered Mm -hmm. more of these teams than I was kind of at games this year. Um, But quite a few uh, Central Illinois teams are headed to the postseason for football. Um, Things looking pretty good. Some teams kind of getting those higher seeds, some teams kind of sitting in the low seeds, but some of them maybe kind of coming up with that Cinderella story. I know they kind of have a little bit of a mismatch um, based on kind of where they're falling in these brackets. But, um, yeah, let's start things off with Class 1A football. First of all, we've got Tuscola mm-hmm. going up to Belleville. That one looks like it could be a tough one for the Warriors.
1: Yeah, I mean, score they've they've had a little bit of a tough time this year. I think they kind of underperformed. Uh, I think they came in and had, what, five wins on the season? Yep. Um, so. Especially
0: early in the season, we were kind of projecting them to do pretty well.
1: Mm-hmm. So it didn't go as well as expected. Uh, they're going to have a tough time. I mean, can't sugarcoat it much better. Um, they're taking on a good alt off team. I mean, they're going to have to come on their A game really on uh i think that game's on saturday they're gonna have to come in on their a game if they want to keep that close because there's been some games against some good teams they've struggled against this year and if they can't step it up they're gonna they're gonna struggle
0: okay and that one in belleville illinois Mm -hmm. and then we've got leroy and villa grove both of which are local teams for Mm -hmm. us that game is going to be at leroy that one is also on Saturday, one p.m. You guys are going to be busy this weekend. Yeah. it looks like
1: what uh, what seed was Philo Grove again? Were they at five?
0: Twelve. Oh, Leroy is the, the, the five seed.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, both solid teams. I think Leroy, Leroy, Harvey Penance, Leroy. They, um, they're they're a good team this year. I don't know to, a lot about them, but I know they've really stacked well, stacked up well against you know their opponents this season. Um, I mean but, eight
0: and one, so they're mm-hmm. doing something right over there.
1: Yeah, they did very well in conference this year. So I mean, Leroy, Leroy should uh, would be the favorite in this one. Um, so see how that goes on Saturday. Okay. All right, Class Two A.
0: We got Moreau Forsyth nine and O coming in as the two seed. That's a home game for them. Mm-hmm. Two p.m. on Saturday, and they are facing. Palis Heights out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Who's 5-4. I mean, anytime, think they
1: handle business. Anytime you play a Chicago team, I mean, that's... It's 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 not the same as playing a single conference team that yeah. Moreau Forsythe is used to. More Forsythe's good. I mean, they're probably right there with Rochester as one of the best teams in the area, uh, led by Caden Moore at quarterback. I mean, who's basically a running back, wide receiver. He does everything. Um, one of the best in the area quarterback. Um... Then you got Andre, running back. I mean, he's he's really good. Um, They just they're they're multifaceted. If that's the right way to go about it on offense, just so many different weapons. Like their wide receiving group is just really good. Their line is good. Um, They play Athens played them really close in Week Nine this past week um they came i think the final score was 28 21 maybe because
0: we covered them for the auburn game early in the season right
1: yep they okay. they beat them very handily right and then they played we had them also a couple weeks ago in our week eight maybe or eight week seven um they were losing at halftime i think it was like 16 to six or something like that at halftime they came back took care of williamsville easily um Man, they're they're a good team. They were a game shy of a state championship appearance a year ago. Very well coached, Coach Joe, uh Josh Yostis, um Great coach, great guy to talk to. He means business. Um, but they they want to get to a state championship, and I think they have a good path to do it. Um, you know that top of their bracket is. Um, I mean, it's really good. Don't get me wrong, but they're gonna they're they're gonna have some tests. but yeah. I think they'll be able to. Take care of business.
0: I mean, coming in at the two seeds always pretty solid. If they win this game, then they'd face the winner of the seven ten matchup, which is Moments and Knoxville.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about them, but
0: yeah, I know Moments is over around the Bourbonnais area, so a little further north. Um, but I mean, you know they. They don't have a cakewalk, but yeah. probably until they get to those quarterfinals, I mean, I'd say they are probably can handle business as mm-hmm. far as what they've got on the bottom half of the bracket here. Um, probably one of the better teams they'd play would be, you know, Bloomington, mm-hmm. um, and maybe that would be the quarterfinal matchup to go to the state championship mm-hmm. for them. Is that
1: Bloomington High or Bloomington Central Catholic?
0: Oh, Good question central it, catholic
1: okay yeah i mean bloomington central catholics they're sol- they're, they're, they're pretty good this year um uh are they they're in one 9 and 0 oh. 9 and 0 oh. yeah no that that i knew they were up in that rank they're they're really good this year um i was thinking bloomington high pretty uh,
0: much those top 4 seeds in most of these are all mm-hmm. undefeated teams mm-hmm. and then once you get into 5 6 7 is one two lost teams is mm-hmm. kinda what it's looking like.
1: I think I th- man, with the Moreau Foresight team, like they have such a tough schedule where they've already been through like the worst of it. They've gotten that ki- they've gotten that playoff atmosphere week in and week out, playing Williamsville, playing Athens. You know, their schedule their schedule isn't easy. Sangamon Conference isn't easy. Um a lot of good teams in that conference this year, a lot of teams that are in the playoffs this year. Um but yeah, I, I it, Moreau should be able to handle business in week one. Then they're a team to watch out for to play in, uh, in normal Illinois come Thanksgiving weekend.
0: Uh, yeah, that is the day after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is the state championship game. Yep. That's crazy.
1: What class is Moreau again? They're 2A? 2A. 2A, yeah. So that will be a Friday game. Um, while well, some of the later – the higher and schools will be the Saturday games. But yeah, out of Memorial Stadium this year. That'll be in uh, Illinois State at yep. Illinois State this year. Uh, wish it was here and at Memorial Stadium, make life a lot easier. But um, Illinois plays that Saturday.
0: I mean, I feel like playing in the same stadium as the Fighting Illini mm-hmm. kind of just adds a little bit of something to it. I mean, don't get me wrong, Illinois State still fine facility, but mm-hmm. just not that big kind of bowl that you have out there in memorial stadium yeah all right moving on we got pena six and three the nine seed Mm. they're in the bottom this bracket thing as we were talking about is kind of confusing because there's two of every seed instead of going one through 32 Mm. so it kind of throws me off because there's two nine seeds um but yes they're in the bottom half of the bracket so Playing a Nashville team. Nashville's really good. They're both six and three.
1: Yeah, I d I don't know too much about Nashville, but they just beat down on Shelbyville, I believe it was. Shelbyville was coming into that game eight and zero undefeated. I mean, um, I don't know too much about this Nashville team, but they're solid. So yeah, I mean, Payne's gonna have a tough time. Um but two could it just teams. Be Shelbyville it could go, was tired. Could be. And okay. also, I mean, they already clinched the conference. They already clinched everything like So maybe
0: they had some of their second string guys. Could in. be, maybe
1: it was a senior night or something, but um yeah, I mean this game could go either way. Two really good teams. Okay, uh, see what happens there.
0: And then we go to Shelbyville, mm-hmm. number two seed again in the bottom half of the bracket, eight and one, and that one loss, like you said, coming to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are taking on a five and four Trenton westclin
1: Yeah, Shelbyville should be should be good. Shelbyville is a good team this year. Um, they're just—they move the ball very well offensively. I mean, they took down a Clinton team a couple of weeks ago, who was fighting for their first conference title since I think it was 1969. They handle business easily. They were able to get things done. Shelbyville's a good team. They can make a deep run this year. They could be a team we see at um, Illinois State down the road. Um, but whatever they got to fix, whatever kind of went wrong in that game against Nashville, or they might meet up with Nashville and struggle to get get further. Okay,
0: yeah, they wouldn't meet until the quarterfinals. It mm-hmm. looks like too. So then I see Auburn made it in here at mm-hmm. the 14
1: seed, and I think at five and four, right? Yep, yep.
0: And so they're playing the three seed, who's mm-hmm. eight and one, uh, Johnston City. Yep, I can't think of where that is right now.
1: I don't know, but Auburn's another like I mentioned with the Sangamon Conference. They lost. They had a tough game earlier in the year, which we covered at. Uh, well, at Auburn, but against Moreau Forsyth. Yep. Um yeah, Auburn Auburn's a ground and pound team. I mean they, they pass the ball, but like I think they do very well on, in the run game. Um coached by Ryan Gardner, a young coach. I mean he went to Auburn. He knows those routes. They able hopefully it kind of carries over this postseason what they were able to do during the season. They had success. There were a couple I mean there was a stretch where they kind of lost a few games. Things started to look like, it was going downhill in terms of not even making an appearance in the playoffs. But, I mean, sneaking in at 5-4, and four, good for them. I know they really wanted to make it to a playoff game this year, and, I mean, they did so. Okay.
0: All right, let's go to Class 3A. This one we got a lot of local teams mm-hmm. in. Uh, first one is Paxton. They're the 15 seed, mm-hmm. and they're playing Princeton, number 2 seed. Yep. That's Saturday,
1: yeah. Pa- Pax. I mean, Paxton snuck in have five and four. They're a good team. Um, they haven't done extremely well against you know those top teams this year. Um, so they 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 have to come out firing, ready to go. Because if not, they're gonna they're gonna their defense is gonna give up a lot of points early if they're not ready to go. Um, okay. I think they just lost to Tolona Unity by I think it was like forty or something. And Tolona Unity is a great team. And they're on this list too. But if if you're not stacking yourselves up with them, it's going to be tough for them in the playoffs. But they're a good team, very well coached by Pritchard. um, So hopefully they can uh, get things going this weekend. Okay. All right, moving
0: on to Monticello. Mm -hmm. They're the bottom seed, 16, and they are playing the number one seed, 9-0 Duquoin.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I went to Monticello on Friday. Watched them play against Tolono. They're they're a good team. It it all rides on how Luke Teske is playing at quarterback. Uh, their defense is it's good, but it needs to be better. Um, but Monticello, I mean, they're they had a good season. They getting into the playoffs um, at five and four is I mean great great season for them. Um, but I mean sixteen and one that is. Not easy yeah they're never easy there, There's a reason why they're the sixteen seed and the reason why the other team's the one seed, so um they uh they have a tough, tough road ahead of them, but okay. hopefully they can uh get some things going this weekend and then
0: here's the big matchup we were kind of talking about earlier, both local teams um and it's Williamsville and Tolono, eight and nine seeds, both seven and two this game at Williamsville mm-hmm. on Saturday. you think the bullets
1: can you get it i mean the, both that the, this is a toss up for me okay. I mean, williamsville is really good this year uh, you have kates i mean both kates brothers very good for williamsville this year uh, very well coached um, aaron coons um, it, it could go either way that's you said st. Joseph ogden williamsville tolono tolono yes yep sorry i was thinking of um think St. Joseph Faden is lower on this bracket and then you have Tolono Tolono's good I watched them on Friday they moved the ball very well they when they played Monticello just offensively they just that they're they're not afraid to throw the ball and they throw it very well um it could go either way I mean Williamsville was a state championship uh they made an appearance last year um they've been in these playoffs before they're very inexperienced I will say this year um in terms of playoff true experience but i mean two really good teams this is going to be one of the, like the best games in our area this weekend in my opinion you got the champagne side going to play the springfield side um we're going to be there that's going to that's going to be a good game and uh i think it could really go either way it's going to okay. depend on who shows up
0: and the winner of that would face that number 1 seed DuCoin. Mm-hmm. um i'm just going to kind of put them nudge them ahead in the mm-hmm. bracket if you will but uh How do you think either one of those teams would fare against that top seed?
1: I mean, I think I think both Tolono and uh, Williamsville are really good. The two teams that could honestly, whoever wins this first round matchup, could make a deep run. Um, They're both they both have the size. I don't know about the DuCoin team or whatever. Um, I mean, they're that high seed for a reason, right? Um, But I don't know who they've played. I don't know who. And I mean, yeah, they
0: could have played a cake schedule Mm -hmm. for all we know, but yeah. All right moving on 12c clinton 6 and 3 is playing sullivan Oka valley co-op
1: who's that repeat the matchup S-
0: sullivan i'm just going to say sullivan <laughs> sullivan and clinton
1: yeah i mean Cl- clinton's a good team uh ran a couple stories on them a couple weeks ago like i said they lost to shelbyville with the opportunity to win the conference for the first time since 1969 um they're they're a good team uh well coached um but um, they're gonna need to be on the Ray game this weekend. Um, see what happens. You said Clinton's a twelve seed. Yes. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Clinton's good, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough game.
0: All right. Then we've got Saint Joseph Ogden as the sixth seed, seven and two,
1: playing Carlinville, also a local team. Yeah. I mean, this to it's be a tough game. It's two teams that uh. I don't I, I I don't know. It's a tough game. I mean, record wise, not a big difference
0: between the six and the eleven. Read me the records? Seven and two for Saint Joe, for Carlinville, six and three. Yeah. So I mean, a game
1: difference. Saint Joe's is good this year. Um they, I mean, Tolono kind of dominated in the conference. I remember that game, though, Tolono, St. Joseph Ogden was really good this year. That came down, I think it was like 35-38, game-winning field goal. St. Joseph Ogden's good. I would say maybe they have the upper hand in this one. Uh, they're hosting on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, I mean, St. Joseph Ogden's good. See see what kind of game, uh, game plan they come out with. See, uh, See how that goes. But, I mean... Like I said, St. Joseph Island is good. I think they have the upper hand in this one. See uh, see how things shape out.
0: Okay. All right. Class 4A. Again, we got a number of Central Illinois mm-hmm. teams kind of all over the place here. All right. Rochester is the one seed on this mm-hmm. one. They're playing Lincoln, who this is Lincoln's first postseason appearance in, was it like 24? 39.
1: 39? Yep. Yeah. It's been... It was
0: since 1984. Yep,
1: 1984. All right, that's where I
0: got the four from. In
1: 1980... Right. I put a list up on the website. 1984, Marvin Gaye passed away. Prince Harry was born. Uh, Prince dropped Purple Rain. Dropped Purple Rain. Uh, born in the USA was released by Bruce Springsteen. Um, I trying remember what else. The, Ra- the Los Angeles Raiders won the Super Bowl. The Detroit Tigers won the World Series. Whole list of things. But yeah, I mean... Good, um, so big for them mm-hmm. to make it this far.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least with that long of a postseason drought. And I want to read
1: one of the quotes I had from Coach Schakowsky Um and we talked about like being in the playoffs again and just how grateful they are and how you know how he could tell in the beginning of the season this was a different year he had a good group of guys and he said oh well, i asked him you know what did he talk to his guys about on monday when they met at practice and he said to be grateful that you're in this position because a lot of teams were turning in their stuff yesterday and you know for the first time in 39 years we weren't so i thought that was a great quote um but I mean, Rochester's really good. I think coach knew that. The team knows that. Rochester knows that. They're a team I've, t- I've talked about all season. So I think being a state champion at the end of the year, there's someone I'm really high on. Coached by Derek Leonard, we yeah. have a sit-down interview with him on our website from this week. Um, yeah, Rochester's good. I, and, I
0: mean, they want to win a state championship.
1: Especially after last year yeah. went where they lost to SHG in the state semifinal when they were up by, like, 27-28 in that game, and they kind of lost grip of everything and blew that game. So, I mean, they, they're they entering this postseason with a whole agenda of right. not letting
0: them And now Derek Leonard point. has something to prove mm-hmm. now that his dad is no longer in the conference situation anymore mm-hmm. over at SHG and I mean we talked about this even pre-season was is this Rochester's time to mm-hmm. then become this dominant powerhouse and I think it is okay
1: yeah i mean i mean i, I mean
0: undefeated season so far and so. i
1: i'd be very curious i got to go back and watch i'm i like i was i was so high on them before the year i knew they could go undefeated it happened they honestly didn't face much adversity this year they handled everybody like i have to go down their scoreboard like and look to see how many games were within like 10 points cuz okay. i don't think there were probably any SHG, i think was like 31 16 maybe rochester won.
0: okay
1: um something along that line but uh yeah Ro- rochester's really good they're uh, they're going to be able to handle business this postseason but Lincoln I mean Lincoln's gonna put up a fight Lincoln's yeah. got a great group of people great community um, and i um, so happy that they were able to you know get into the postseason it's um, so good luck to them I mean good luck to both teams
0: yeah And that one at Rochester this Friday, 7 p.m. And we'll
1: be at that game. It's like one of the only local Friday games in the Springfield area. And I was saying, I kind of
0: feel like you lose a little bit of something having some of these Saturday afternoon Mm -hmm. games. Like those playoff games under the lights. Even just Friday nights under the lights. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something. I mean, there's a whole show based on mm-hmm. it's called Friday Night Lights and I yeah, think I, I the just, atmosphere at that point yeah, in time.
1: I don't know the reasoning behind it. It's there's gotta be some type of reason. I don't know if Probably just to get all these games Yeah, I don't know if it's like fan turnout or okay. if it's officials, but could be. I'm gonna assume though, if you could get them on Friday nights during the season, why can't you get them on Friday nights in the playoffs? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to yeah. look into see if there's a reason behind that. But yeah, a lot of Saturday games this year. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure the reason behind it. It was the same thing last year. I mean, it's like that every year.
0: So that one's gonna be our big one though. This Friday, mm-hmm. you think?
1: Yeah, especially in the Springfield area.
0: Okay. All right. Moving on. Mount Zion, five seed, taking on number twelve Effingham. Mount Zion mm-hmm. comes in 7-2, and two, Effingham 5-4. and four.
1: Yeah, Mount Zion's good. I mean, they, they took care of business maybe like three weeks back against Effingham. That's an Apollo Conference matchup. Um, same with, I mean, Lincoln-Rochester is a conference matchup too. So um, these teams
0: have already met each other. Mm-hmm. And so is Lincoln and Rochester?
1: Yes. Okay. I think that was a couple weeks ago. So a little
0: bit of a rematch.
1: I'm pretty, I'm almost positive. Thing okay. Because they're, they're in conference, everybody in conference basically plays each other. Um, yeah, I mean, too, it, it's cool when you see conference matchups. I don't like, I don't understand, I'll get into that once we get to the end, the structure of post-seasons for football.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there's a lot of things that don't make sense to me. Like, one, why two conference teams are in two different divisions, or in two different brackets. I don't get that. Um, I'll get, into, I'll get into that at the end of my my rant, but, um...
0: Seems like it's maybe a little bit more to do with...
1: School size. Location. A lot of these teams on
0: the bottom side of the bracket tend to be more central Illinois. All these North Chicago teams, Chicago, Mm -hmm. Chicago, Sandwich, West Chicago, Arlington Heights, suburb of Chicago, Rockford, way west of Chicago. I think it's just kind of geography with the top bottom part of the brackets yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah. I'm
1: sure once you get like once they structure and everything, it has to do with that. But in terms of like who's placed, um, that's what I don't get. Um, but yeah, again, Monzain, Monzain, bless you, Monzain's a Thank good you. a good team this year. They are. I mean, they have Division two, Division one caliber wide receivers. Um, for them, their quarterback's really good. They're they a really good team. I, I wanted us to get them on uh, Friday Night Rivals this year to kind of broadcast them. Um, we had them last year. But, yeah, I mean, Mount Zion's a good team. Effingham's a good team. A lot of athletes at Effingham. I mean, their baseball team was really good last year. Yeah. Um, But, Effingham, yeah, Effingham has a ton of athletes. That'll be a good game.
0: All right. And then Taylorville, 15 seed against Murfreesboro, the mm-hmm. two seed. Taylorville coming in five and four, Murfreesboro's eight and
1: one. Yeah, I mean ta- Taylorville's a team we had on Friday night rivals a couple weeks ago against Charleston. They fell. I think that game was fifty plus to maybe like seven. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, I mean, good for ta- Taylorville got into the playoffs yeah. last year. It was a whole different team. I mean they they really struggled in twenty twenty two and they really turned things around this year. Um, so I mean. Great to see them in the playoffs again. Um, it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough battle, but um, hopefully they can uh, come out firing and uh, and put some points on the board because they they're gonna really need to do that.
0: All right, I see Charleston's also on here. Yep, seven seed, seven and two, taking on Freeburg, six and three. That came on Saturday.
1: Charleston's good. I mean, I was really impressed with them on our Friday night rivals a couple of weeks ago. They good team. They're not afraid to throw the ball. Not afraid to run the ball. They they, they dominate. They're they dominate teams by running the ball very good. I mean, and their running back was a former quarterback. He was Charleston's former quarterback, and they made a switch in the offseason with a new head coach. And, um, yeah, they've, they've played very well this year. So, Charleston's a really good team that could win a couple games in this playoffs and maybe make a run. Okay. All
0: right, 5A. We're getting close to the end. There's a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. All right, SHG coming in as the nine seed and that's kind of a surprise for them mm-hmm. kind of based on last year and mm-hmm. i mean just prior years yeah um and they are gonna play calumet city thornton
1: Mm-hmm. i see she's good i see she's good this year but they don't have that firepower like they did last year i mean they lost a lot of guys it's a different system i mean Ken Leonard's no longer there. You have John Allison, a co- a- head coach. Uh, we had them against Glenwood. They looked very well, first half, second half. It kind of fell off. They let Glenwood come back in the game. Uh, they played Rochester, like I said, sort of close, but still couldn't pull within a touchdown. Um, they're a team that, if they're clicking, they can make a run in the playoffs, but if not, they might fall in the first or second round. But, like, it, it's SSG. They know winning football. They know winning sports, so... They um, they're a team that really could make a run in this if all things go right for them and they're really uh, playing well. But I I like SHG. I think you know they have a really good offense. Their defense is really good too. But they I remember them not afraid to like throw the ball downfield, which really tested that Glenwood defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, keep an eye on SHG because they're SHG. Right. And we'll see what kind of happens. It's hard
0: to kind of just write them off based on who they are.
1: And what I will say is with SHG, like, okay, let's just say they don't make a deep run this year. SHG has a lot of good underclassmen. Like, when I talked to Coach Allison, we were, I, we were talking about, like, who, what guys have Division One offers and um, whatnot, and there was, I think, only one guy – but, like, they, there's a lot of good youth on this team. Like, so, if, if if this year isn't the year to make it back to a state championship, in a couple years, it could be, because they got a lot of good young guys. Okay.
0: All right, then, Muhammad Seymour, 4th seed, 7-2, and two, taking on Troy, the 13th seed, this mm-hmm. one in Muhammad Seymour, also a Friday night game, mm-hmm. under the lights.
1: Yeah, we'll be there. Um... Muhammad Seymour's good this year. They're very inexperienced in terms of from last year to this year. I don't think it gave them much issue this year. They played a Quincy team last week, which I think it ended up being like 54-33 to 33 or something like that, but it was 33-34 to 34 heading into the fourth quarter. So, uh, But Quincy Notre Dame, not Quincy Notre Dame, Quincy Blue Devils, Quincy High I think they call it. Um, they're really—I mean, they're a really good team. I think they went undefeated, or lost one game, and they—I um, think they're like class like eight, seven A or eight A. They're like the highest class, so I mean, you're playing up your competition. But I mean, they, Mamet Seymour is a good team, um, and uh, hopefully, they can get things done. They um, last year they went, i think they went undefeated the full season last year. Um, yeah, so this year was their losing their first regular season loss in I think two or three years. Um, but they were unable to get to that state championship last year. I think they lost the semifinal. Um, so, I mean, the young guys that were on the team, they're looking to kind of get past that. And this year could be the year. See how that kind of goes. But they got a, they got a tough couple games in those first few rounds.
0: Okay. Then we've got MacArthur High School, Decatur, mm-hmm. eleven seed, taking on Metamora, the mm-hmm. sixth seed.
1: Yeah. I mean, did Macarthur finish with a five and four, or six
0: and three,
1: six and three? Yeah. So Macarthur, is a very interesting team. Week one, I was thinking like, oh, this Macarthur team could be really good this year. And then from game like I think it was two to like five or three to five, they lo- They just started losing, and they just did not look good. And then they really turned it on come week seven, and I think they won like three straight or something. They beat SHG in week seven or eight. Which was a little bit of an upset, and they really turned around their season because there was one point I think they were two and three, and looking it was looking like they weren't going to make a postseason appearance. But I mean, that's a team that's clearly got grit and perseverance. So I mean, they're they're tested already. They um, they know if they're down, they can bounce right back. So MacArthur's a team that uh, could win a couple games, um, especially I mean, a Central State Eight team. You're battle tested all year. Um, Rochester SHG, you name it. So, uh, MacArthur will uh, is a team to look out for at the bottom of that bracket.
0: Okay. All right. In six A final class, mm-hmm. we've got Danville, Champagne, and Chatham Glenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with. Let's save the best for last. With Glenwood being the sixth seed, mm-hmm. so Danville High School, fifteen seed, five and four. They're going to face wa- uh, face Washington. Washington. 8-1. Mm.
1: Washington's good. I, it's, it's funny, Like the only non- um, non-central Illinois team that like I know about on like, the, this whole entire bra- any of these brackets is Washington. They're a really good team. Everything I've heard about them is nothing but positive. Um, I think they made a deep run last year or something. I remember reading about them some type of i think that's a chicago school oh uh might be i i forget i i, I remember Man. reading an article about them last year and another one early in this season just raving about how good they are um but yeah i mean danville is gonna have a gonna have it out for them they they played urbana this past week i think the final score was 73 to zero
0: i remember that was a very high scoring game because i remember yeah. brielle was giving me updates Mm -hmm. and i was just like who are they playing yeah
1: i went to that game danville versus urbana i don't think we had covered them this year i would love to uh i wanted to go check out see what both teams you know had this year urbana as a team their first year back um they were their football program was they dropped it i think Um, i think they
0: just didn't have enough play i think i remember that from last year they just did not have enough players Mm -hmm. um and I want to say the year prior to that, they were having JV play up, mm-hmm. which is like freshmen and sophomores, and I think it was just not a good experience for them. Even though you know you are getting mm-hmm. that game experience, if you will, but yeah, I think just size wise, they were kind of
1: yeah. And I talked with the parents, the and they just raved about you know the attitude of the kids, like win or loss, they just came out and played the brass every week. That's all you ask for. But, yeah, I mean, this Danville team, they're, uh, they had a couple good wins. They played Glenwood really close to start the year. That game was 14-12 week one. Um, they are a team that kind of squeaked their way in with that 5-4 and four record. Could do damage. They throw the ball well. Um, they, uh, I've heard a lot about their turnover issues this year. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be a tough, tough Week one of playoffs uh, against Washington. See what they can come out and uh, do against them.
0: All right, Champaign Centennial,
1: mm-hmm.
0: ten seed. It looks like a pretty even matchup with yeah. this one with the seven seed. Both teams are six and three.
1: Yeah, Centennial is a good team. They are very big on the offensive line. I mean, they got a couple kids. Um, one's like six four, like two sixty. I think coach told me one was like six three. 235 i think um so they got some big size they got a really mobile quarterback their run game's good Um, but they there's been a couple games where they've really struggled to score as well as just defend um but yeah that game could go either way that'll be an interesting game see what centennial can come out and do because those kids are not afraid to hit you everything i saw in practice and at some of those games their team not afraid to hit so the physical um see how that one goes
0: okay All right, last but not least, Glenwood, Mm -hmm. sixth seed. They're going to play Bloomington High School.
1: Glenwood's good. I mean, they. And
0: they beat SHG.
1: They lost to SHG. Did they? Yeah, because that was our Friday Night Rivals game. I Um, thought
0: they had won that game.
1: No, it was close. I mean, I think it ended 31. Then I'll put my foot in my mouth. 27 17, maybe, or something along that line. Um. Glenwood's a good team. Um, I think everybody expected a little more out of them. They started really well. I think they started 4-0 or 5-0 or something like that. Um, good team. I mean, very good defensively. They got a couple guys. that Those cornerback positions were really good. One I was really impressed with because both games we had Glenwood. He had an interception, which created havoc. Um, but yeah, I mean, Glenwood's a good team. They they can make some noise this postseason, but they're really going to need everybody to step up. I know they were dealing with some injuries. Not sure of the updates on those, but we'll see with them. Um, but, like I said, Glenn was good. They can uh, really throw the ball. at Lennon, uh, really good on that offensive side of the ball. Um, I don't know. We'll see a lot of a lot lot of good games for this weekend and yeah. playoff football. A lot of them on the road, or a good amount of them. On good the
0: amount road. of them on the road. Um, All right. I know I've thrown a lot of teams at you today. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick Rochester, <laughs> you don't even know what I was going to ask. Okay. All right. But I... that's probably your answer. If you had to pick one team that Not you think Boston. is going to be in that championship game and that has the best chance of bringing home that trophy, Mm. do you think it's Rochester?
1: Yeah, I think Rochester. But, I mean, I also would throw in Moreau Forsyth. Um, Moreau Forsyth's really good. They've been unfazed this season. Um, Those are the two teams where, like, if I had to... If you could fill out a bracket like it's March Madness,
0: would you put those two automatically in your championship game?
1: probably it's so tough because i don't know a lot about the teams they're playing right especially those and that's what
0: makes it a little bit di- more difficult
1: yeah especially with those chicago schools like i don't know much um but yeah those are two teams where i've seen them both play this year two really good teams two very well coached teams i mean two of those two last names with those coaches leonard and coach josh joseph um I mean, iconic in Central Illinois football at this point because um, Coach justin has been there for years, and then you have the Leonard with Ken, and Derek's built, his right. own, Derek's built his own reputation of his own. I mean, very good coach at Rochester. Those are the two teams I really like. Um, i trying to think of who else we kind of talked about. Williamsville is a team that can make a deep run, and if they all things go right against Illinois Unity. Um, I want to see how this Muhammad Seymour team does. Um because last year they were so close and unable to uh, get through to that game. So, yeah, I'm excited to, for some playoff football. Excited to kind of be able to sit back and relax a little bit with it. To be able right. to watch some of these games with um, no Friday Night Rivals. This and you week. can
0: actually spend like your whole evening mm-hmm. kind of at the game.
1: Yeah, and you don't have to kind of get in. That's what's going to be great about Saturday is being able to sit there, really watch some teams, maybe hit like two or three games, in the area my i'm not sure my plan yet i want to go check out st thomas more eight man football that's another team who i didn't even print out the bracket they're the one seed in uh eight man football for illinois okay um really good i think they're eight and oh or nine and oh peace bumba at quarterback the kid's got or i forget if he's playing quarterback but he's their he's their offense he is absolutely unbelievable for them i think he's got like Twenty seven hundred all purpose yards. I, I like don't. I I don't don't quote me on this. I feel like I saw he had like fifty touchdowns. Jesus, like don't quote I me. I gotta on ask. That.
0: So with eight man football, obviously that's three less players. You mm-hmm. know, on each side of the ball. Do they still have like five offensive linemen? Like, is there a center, two tackles, and two guards? I don't,
1: I don't know. Or do
0: you do like a three man offensive line? And, you know, stack up receivers and a running back.
1: So I, I want to correct my. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. I was about to say not 50 touchdowns. But, yeah, no, it was 50 touchdowns. Jesus. Or wait. Okay, sorry, sorry. This better be 25 ra- rushing touchdowns, five receiving touchdowns. I, I actually okay. combined the 30 and 25. So, yeah, yeah, total offense. Got it, got it. Uh, 1,900 yards. I mean, still, that's very impressive. Yeah. So I think it's. So you have your quarterback. Yep. Your running back. Yep. A tight end. Okay. I think three wide receivers, a center.
0: You can only get one more. And what? One wide
1: receiver? Maybe two wide receivers and three linemen?
0: That's what I was thinking.
1: That I think that's what it might be. Because I mean, three end. linemen,
0: quarterback, running back, that's five. I mean, you could throw a tight end as another lineman, and then, mm. you know, you got your two wide receivers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. It's just
0: crazy to think about, you know, a smaller.
1: Yeah, especially style. I think it's so much easier when there's less people on the line to get through the gaps. Because you can just oh, for run sure. around, nobody's going to touch yep. you. I don't know. I haven't I haven't been in one of their games this year. I've been wanting to. They're, they always play on Saturday, so it's so tough for me to get out. This Saturday might be the perfect time. They're a team that legitimately could win uh, the eight man football. Great coach, Nathan Watson. Uh, I mean, t- they're a good team. So that's the team I wanted to throw out there. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but... Oh, in terms of where I might go on Saturday. So that game, uh, St. Joseph-Ogden might be one, and then I'm trying to think of where else I know. Brielle's going to go to the Glenwood. We're going to go to the Williamsville. Um, I feel like there's one more on this side I wanted to hit. Um,
0: Rochester's on the Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now
1: will hit Muhammad Seymour on, uh, on s- Friday. And then I will also mention a couple... Um, a couple soccer teams still left, too. Rochester versus Champaign Central on Saturday morning. We're going to that. That's going to be a really good game. Uh, I think Williamsville soccer still playing. They just took down Tutopolis. Tons of volleyball matchups in the okay. area. That's what will be all throughout this week and weekend. Lincoln, Champaign Central, St. Thomas More. uh are Pleasant Plains, Athens, Williamsville. There's so many. So a lot of good playoff uh playoff games this weekend sounds like you're week.
0: not gonna get a dinner break or anything no,
1: oh no definitely not <laughs> um it is i will say for, for some crazy reason i don't think this is something to flex about for some reason i don't even plan it whenever i go to st thomas more games i always end up at taco bell before okay so this might be a taco bell night gotcha <laughs> I, I, it's just something that always happens i don't know is how it just right up. there no it's just like i don't know i think it's just coincidental
0: Gotcha. It's just
1: it just happens. All right. I, I, ne- I can never turn down a like a caserito or something.
0: What's a caserito?
1: Or whatever it's called the wrap? I don't know. I just the cook thing on. that's all folded. I do like those. I didn't right. I didn't eat those before. I got one on accident a couple of weeks ago because Taco Bell loves to screw up my order.
0: Yeah, love. I've gotten free food from you by yeah by them doing that. They love to. Screw I will my say order. <laughs> we're going to talk about Taco Bell now. All right, I just recently tried their rolled chicken tacos. Oh, I've been wanting to do that. Awesome. Yeah. Don't don't hesitate to do it. Yeah, I've
1: been wanting to, I wanted to try their – have you seen like their – it's like fr- fried taco. I don't even know what it nacho is. Nacho fries? No, no, All no. Right. It's like
0: – I was like, nacho. don't sleep on the nacho fries if you haven't had those.
1: I don't know how to explain it. I saw a commercial for it and I've been wanting to try it. I think it's got like kind of like carnita meat in it. Okay. I, I don't even know. With fries?
0: I don't think so. I would try uh, if it's with fries. I would try. It. If it's with chips,
1: try it. Yeah, I don't know. whatever that pressed crunch, whatever it is you said. I tried it like a couple weeks ago. It's really good. So the crunch wrap, yeah, something like that. All right, So those are good. I love my taco though, <laughs>
0: and they're not a sponsor, so that's not why we're talking about it.
1: All right, <laughs> anything else? No, okay. I mean that should do it here on Rookie and the Vet. Talked a lot of playoff football. Um, all the matchups for this week, a lot of teams looking to play for a state championship in, at, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of, is, i trying to remember the name of Illinois State Stadium. I, uh, it's not another memorial, is it?
0: There's so many memorial stadiums. And, uh, That's why when you threw it out there, I was just like, okay, like another. Because I think their
1: arena is Sefkew Arena. Oh, um, uh, okay. But yeah, uh, a lot of teams looking to play at Illinois State. Come uh come the end of November, I think that's like the twenty fifth, twenty sixth maybe, um, right after Thanksgiving. Did you find it?
0: Hancock Stadium. Okay. I think. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean everything's getting new names nowadays.
0: Sometimes I don't trust Google.
1: <laughs> but yeah. If uh Yeah,
0: Hancock Stadium.
1: Alright. Gotcha. Make sure to check out our podcast and all podcast streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You name it wherever you stream your podcast or On YouTube, if you want to watch us, uh, whatever works. We stream on Facebook. We fix the audio issues on Facebook. Trying to find a way to connect the audio into the computer. We'll figure that out. Sweet. Um, But yeah, that'll do it here on Rookie and the Vet. And we'll see you next time.